sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That is Sean Sides. And that is Tom Sides. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. How was your little weekend getaway? It was nice. Um, so like preliminary to the Mayfly season is the midge season. And so midges were out in high force and really bad. I don't know if you're familiar with those, but they're tiny little flies that land on you and are really fucking annoying. So there's like hordes and hordes and hordes of those out, which is something that I used to use smoking to like combat. I would have a cigarette in my mouth the entire fucking weekend when the midges were out or the mayflies because it creates like a bit of a barrier around your face. So it was like something to get used to of being out there without protection. But I bought a little face mask and had it on for part of the weekend when we took the dogs for walks and stuff like that. So <laughs> it wasn't too bad. Like one of those like beekeeper masks? Yeah, honey. Well, it's like a mosquito net, I guess you could call it. But same oh, idea. That's hilarious. We all had them, so we looked fucking badass. And everyone who saw us when we were walking the dogs were like, where did you get those? You should have brought more to sell to us. We would have given you hundreds of dollars for them. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's, that's some like good outside the box thinking. Do you feel like a weaker individual now that like you're the anti-smoking? Not at all. I feel so empowered on it all. Like there's no, I'm realizing now like a month and a weekend, there was no fucking benefit to it whatsoever. Zero. No. no. Like it only dragged me down in so many ways. Like even little things like we have a fire pit in our backyard and I was chasing or getting Pluto to chase me around it and then chasing him around it when he got one of his toys. Mm -hmm. I was doing it for like 10 minutes and then I stopped and was like, holy fuck, like I'm not out of breath. I would be fucking dying on the ground if I did that two months ago. Yeah. You know, like even at the lake, we have to like two stories to go up to, to get up to the top. And like you run up there and then you're like, huh, wow, I don't need to lay down on the bed for 15 minutes to recoup myself. That's Not that it was that bad. I'm being a bit dramatic, but no, but I need, I know what you mean. Like, you like, now that your like lungs are kind of clean, you're like, oh, is this what breathing is? Again? Oh, fuck. oh, wow. Seriously. Like it's things you don't think about. But anyways, um, yeah, the lake, we we actually went into the lake, which isn't something you do this time of year because it's fucking freezing, but we had to push Carrie's boat launch out. Mm-hmm. So we went out and like got in bathing suits and it was cold. I've never experienced this like in that cold of water. It, your fucking nuts hurt, man. They hurt. Yeah. Like they ache. They're like, ah, like what the fuck was that? Yeah. Was looking at the other guys too were all like, oh, holy fuck. Like you have to like. I had to personally step out of like, go back up to higher water for a second to be like, okay, okay, boys, we can do this. Mm-hmm. We're going to get through this. You need to warm up for a second, flick them a little bit. Okay. We're good. We're good. That's awesome. That that that's brutal, but I get it. Yeah. It was fun though. to will do that. You know, and we had people out there, like it was my buddy Dwayne's um, birthday. And so he came up for the weekend and Kieran was out there for the weekend with his son and dog and, uh, Melissa Crystal's best friend came up from Airdrie close to Calgary there so we had a pretty good crew for the weekend watching the hockey games which was so exciting like Friday and Sunday we were out for both of those games and it was like man you know you got a few drinks in you the intensity level's high and the others performed so what can I say yeah man uh, I'm right there with you like I was in Toronto for the weekend 
brought my Oilers jersey, of course, brought my Oilers hat. You know, you never, you know, once a fan, always a fan, right? So yeah. I think I was one of like four people in Toronto that were supporting the fucking Oilers because <laughs> everyone else is like, no, hockey's over, right? That's, That's it. funny. I get Leaf that. Out, so hockey's over. I get that. Um, but it was a great weekend. So like the Friday night, like fucking get to the bar and like they're already down to nothing. I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> and then like I stay, watch the rest of the game. I'm like, oh shit, three three, four three, five three. What the fuck? Yes, right. no Oilers. Fucking right. awesome. And then like you know, so Saturday was like a nice chill day we went to the blue jays game i treated myself to a vladimir guerrero jr jersey a oh wicked tent. how was like, that how was it was great show? man yeah uh, josh picked up the tickets like i obviously paid for my own but like he picked yeah. them up and he got like right along the first baseline fucking great cool. just great um have you been to a lot of like major league games well, when they were when the Montreal Expos were around, I used to like get at least like three or four in a year. Like my old man nice. loved watching live baseball. Okay. And then, um, and then like when the Expos folded or moved to Nash, uh, uh, Washington. Yeah. You know, we didn't get to go to Toronto much, but one of like my fondest memories with my dad is before he died, while he was sick, it was me, Uncle Sparky, and him. We drove down to Toronto. We saw two, three Blue Jay games and a Steely Dan concert. Wicked. I remember the all. posts from that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking fun. And then, like, there was, like, this uh, Korean pitcher and, like, all these, like, guys got tickets so they can watch the Korean pitcher. And then, like, my dad became, like, a celebrity to these fucking people. They were just like, oh, yeah, no, can we get a picture? He's like, yeah, no, 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 we want a picture of you, man. Like, there was just, like, huh. like, like, yeah, like, my dad, like, it was, like, a blast. He was having a ball. And, like, Getty Lee was at one of the games, bases and lead singer for us. So technically, yeah. technically, I watched a baseball game with Getty Lee. So that's one hundred percent true. Yeah, like so, like what are you going to do about it? Those facts are facts, right? That's awesome. What a great memory. Yeah. So like you know, so going down with like Josh and Brittany, and then um, other friends from Edmonton that had moved there. Uh, Dave and his uh, girlfriend Alex were there. Cool. Um, it was just a great time to take in like baseball it was like it was like a fucking horrible day at the beginning of the day like it was like thunder warnings and wind warnings and then like it was like a miniature hurricane at like 10 a.m and then like by the second inning it's a gorgeous day in toronto and you're watching the roof move around like you're just like oh shit all right this is like you know this is fucking cool like we're getting a beautiful day of baseball and then there were like these four girls sitting beside like well me like they were just still after me and they were just there to get tanked and just enjoy, like, I guess, a day out in Toronto. Yeah. And then, like, I don't know, like, everything, like, I couldn't help but, like, laugh at the nonsense they were saying. And then, like, it was just, like, so it was, like, some nice give and take over there. Like, that was pretty fun. And then we went out to this, like, Mexican joint afterwards. Fucking <clears throat> margaritas, some good stuff. And we just chilled, man. We just chilled. And then it was, like, it was just nice. And played, like, Mario Party. Yo, that game can get intense. That's fun, yeah. I love there's those no, kind of like get-togethers, yeah. you know. Well, there's nothing like like you know like it's just like a quiet day. Like we went out hard Friday night. We went kind of hard during the day on Saturday. So like Saturday night, everyone was just kind of like, everyone cool to just kind of play video games and chill. And we we're like, yeah, well, why not? Like I like my goal was just to hang out with Josh that weekend, right? That's awesome. And then uh, Sunday was like the next Oilers game, right? Yeah. And so, like, they had Josh had some people over who watched the game. Like, shit got riled up. Went nice. for ramen earlier that day. 
Fucking ramen's delicious. Hell yeah. Matter what you say. Um, <laughs> I'm, ha- I'm happy for you. Yeah. And then, like, Monday, uh, Josh's buddy, who also lives in Toronto, who was a, an Edmonton native, it was like a whole bunch of people just got up and left Edmonton and went to Toronto, apparently. That happens both ways sometimes. Yeah. And so, like, we met up with him, shot the shit with him, and I was supposed to fly out Monday night, but I got bumped, uh, like, every, like, a long weekend, right? You can't, like, it's one of the risks of flying standby. Yeah. So I got bumped, so I didn't fly out. I booked myself on the next flight the next morning. And now this is where Pearson is a fucking nightmare. They 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 lack staff for their security screening. So where they should have, like, ten lines of just, like, sending people through and all that stuff, they had three. Jeez. Three lines for, like, the the biggest or second biggest airport in in Canada. It was that a sucks. fucking nightmare. Like, so with my security pass, it's like I get to go into the Nexus line. And so, like, I get to, it's like having a speed pass at a fucking amusement park, right? Yeah. And so, like, with that, I went into that line. That line was two hours long. So I missed my first flight. God, that's so I missed it by minutes. Like, I watched it just, like, leave the gate. I was like, oh, fuck. So, like, the next day, like, no. So, like, I take the next flight out. I I had to work that day. Like, I, the only reason I was cool taking the morning flight, because I wasn't supposed to work till noon. Yeah. But... You know, I had to take the next flight. I ended up landing at one. I was a little bit late with the dude who I'm shadowing, like had my back. So it was fucking dope. Nice. So like, please, no one rattle me. Though. Yeah. But it was like, it was like a whole fucking thing. That being said, like, it was a great weekend. It was fucking worth it. Like, I, I like seeing Josh and Brittany was like a nice little pick me up that I kind of needed. Yeah. You um, don't realize how much you need those pick me ups until you get yeah. the time spent. And then you're like, damn. Yeah, like you miss, like you like you haven't seen friends in a little while, right? And you need yeah. to see that shit. Like I could have gone to Montreal. I could have done anything with like the long weekend, right? Yeah. You know, it, I chose to see them, and it was fucking wonderful. Like honestly, just to see Josh and Braid again, the like they're just wonderful people. That's and, cool. Yeah. So it was just like all, all in all, just a great time. Nice man, I'm happy for you. I gotta say, like, there's a lot of roots of the sides family in the Toronto area. It's yeah. a very sides friendly city. All my memories from Toronto are pretty good ones. Like when I went to visit Jen, when like when I was pre yeah. five, six years old, when we lived down there, I remember some stuff from that. Um, our family, obviously, Bernie lived there at one point. Larry worked mm-hmm. there. My dad has put up at, like hundreds of houses in the Toronto area that are still standing today. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like all those kind of things. There's just our bloodlines run thick in Toronto. So when we go there, we're welcome. It's home in ways. Yeah, like like they kept on saying, like, is there anything in Toronto you want to see? I'm like, I've been to Toronto like 30 times. Like, like yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, like, like, like <laughs> I'm not a tourist here. Like I kind of like. <laughs> Unless there's a concert at Massey Hall, let's see, like it's a, a bucket list thing. Cause I really want to see a show at that venue. Yeah. But aside from that, no, like there's like You've I've seen there, CN that. Tower. I've like yeah, done like, like Toronto's out, so it's not like I can go to a hockey game. And even if I was in Toronto for a hockey game, I doubt that we could get tickets because like yeah. Toronto's like thousands of dollars, probably. But Wait, um, that- sorry. I was just going to say that's how it is in Edmonton right now. It's fucking crazy. The cheapest tickets are like six fifty, seven hundred. The most expensive are 8000 Yeah, it's fucking... Fuck like, that. I know. It's so... Like, I get the markup, but holy fuck. Like, it, like I, I and people pay it. And oh, that's the thing that... Fuck I, I, me. 
Yeah, like how? How are you? They have every- that kind of expendable income that we probably won't ever understand, Thomas. But that's okay, unless yeah. this fucking podcast takes off tomorrow and yeah. fucking rockets us to the moon. Yeah. But till then, we're gonna not go to these games, and we're just gonna watch them on TV and enjoy them. Fucking, hey, if we become famous, I'll go half season Oilers season tickets with you, bud. Fuck yeah! All right, I mean, and we'll do like Montreal as well. And then we'll just fly back and forth and check out all these games and fucking party. Yeah, we'll see what we can muster up there. Yeah, I, we'll it's, see. Just, it, it, it's like, uh, but it's unreal to me, just like what's going on. And then, you know, like I, like I was stoked to come back to Halifax, you know, like I had a nice week at work. Now I'm having no complaints. Like weather's been like 50-50. Like yesterday was kind of shitty. The yeah. day before was like, all right. But like, you know, all in all, man, like, I don't know. Like I'm happy. Like I got a gorgeous day now, so whatever. I'm gonna take Nothing it wrong in and just that. like chill out in the backyard afterwards. Maybe have a cocktail and I want to barbecue dinner later. It's gonna be good. Nice. Yeah, it was fun uh, to get out of the city last weekend, but I also like being in the city this weekend. We had to do like all the things we didn't do last weekend. This weekend, like uh, we went and picked up flowers, and so we've been planting flowers and hanging baskets and. We took Jean out to um, shop for flowers Friday night. She was super excited about it. We took her out for fish and chips first at uh, Joey's Only or Joey's Seafood Restaurant. I don't know what the hell it's called now. Mm-hmm. But it was so good, dude. They fucking... I haven't had fish and chips in years. And it was so fucking good. I was like... God, and I know it's like just a chain, but they've upped their game. And holy fuck, was it good. Dude, you want fish and chips? Just come on by Halifax, buddy. I'll show you. I'll point yeah, you in the direction. That's a whole different world. I, I'll be ready for it one day. One of the guys uh, that I know, he he put he's from back east, but he like he's on one of the sites I'm on. He does raffles for live lobster from your region, and then ships it across Canada. And I was like, that's interesting. I have a connection for that if ever need be. I'll be calling. Like you, you actually do. I it, it's fucking crazy. Yeah, but you'll like have that. to you'll have to pick it up at uh, near the airport though. That'd be even quicker, actually. I didn't even think about that because, like, yeah. he offers like express posts within twenty four hours from city to city, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But you work at the fucking airport on top of that. <laughs> yeah, so you'd That's... have to go. You'd have to go there to pick it up. Yeah. Um, but the the problem, like, like, there's a direct flight to Calgary. There's no direct direct flights to Edmonton just yet. Yeah. So it'll open up eventually. No, but it'll probably just go on a Calgary flight and then just, you know, Q400 on over on uh, to Edmonton. No big deal. Pretty much. So I know we kind of like skim past the Oilers a little bit. I want to get back heavy. Well, we have a full and- podcast. We just got into it. Oh, uh, I mean, like okay. I still have plenty of things okay. I still want to talk about about my weekend. <laughs> I'm excited. It's yeah, such it's- a time to be alive. Yeah. Years from now. Oilers fans will say 2022 baby when it comes to the Calgary Flames because we like it's a fucking scary thing. My whole life I've been afraid of this series in ways that little dark room inside of my head going, what if they win? What if they fucking kill us? And like we didn't like it was a good series. It was back and forth. They scored schools. We scored schools. It wasn't like sheer domination by any means, Mm -hmm. but we played like a team. We fucking beat their asses and it feels so fucking good. Yeah. Um. One of the things I'm hating about all of this is the Calgary fans that are going, yeah, no, Connor McDavid won it for you guys. That's bullshit, As much, yeah. Yeah, like, do you not see, like, all the amazing goals by, like, Hyman? <laughs> Kane. Like, Harvey, like, started to show up. Like, he's yeah. been a little bit, like... Slow, you know, yeah. He's slow been playing, started, though. But, he, but he's, he's been, been playing, playing tough. He, no, yeah, no, no, and his defensive game tough. is... 
But like like everyone on the oil, like even the defense, like Kulak's been fucking stepping up. Duncan yeah. Keith's been playing a great. Like you're getting like you're getting big games out of players that needed to step up and they fucking are right. stepping the fuck up. So to like to everyone saying like Connor McDavid won it for them, <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. Yeah, he got a lot of points, but you can go fuck yourself. Like that was a whole team effort. Fucking Mike Smith standing on his head. Couple of like a couple of soft goals, like that one from the other team's blue line. Fucking soft. That was painful. Fuck me. I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to this matchup. And I, th- I, I want to give you some props because I'm pretty sure you called this. You said Edmonton in five. I think I did at the beginning, and then we lost the game. And I was like, I wavered a bit and said Edmonton in six after that. Okay. But I'm, I just had faith, and I'm trying. I, to I thought this was going to go to seven. I'll be yeah. honest with you. I thought I was. Gonna I could go have to seen seven. it. I don't know if I would have like lived through it if it went to seven. It would have been fucking so much stress and like. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. But so, so, we so did it. Like, I gotta like wear my my Oilers jersey. The one night I didn't wear it because I just went to bed because I was bushed. I, uh, they lost, and then yeah. after that, like nope, wearing it all the time. Four Sleeping games, four, it, four games in a in a row wearing it. Like like game five. Going in overtime, I'm in bed watching, going like, oh, like half a fucking wake, going like, <laughs> please, someone score this. Because, what a like, goal, hey! What oh, a beautiful. Like, and there was a lot of people like talking about if he had that like Sidney Crosby gene or that that Mario Lemieux, that 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 guy that can carry his team, lead his team into victory. And you know what? He's been playing like an unbelievable. He's been playing fucking tough shoulder down hockey there was one time like i I saw him like dangling around protecting the puck shoulder down still having the puck like honestly they're like he's playing like he's not like a big guy but he's playing like he's seven feet tall 380 pounds like some of the hits he's thrown too in the in the calgary series and like fuck he's stepped up he's stronger now too like he's a better player he's been through some adversity like it's a really exciting time not just him like dry as well dry during the the kings like i think it was game five game six when he hurt his like leg there and shit and he's been kind of bunged up and he's been a little slower in the play like i've watched him his whole career so i you can tell when he's not right and he hasn't been right but the fucking point production out of these two man it's insane they have like they have a chance at challenging some of the records and they've already beaten some of them which is yeah. crazy and set it, it, new ones for the oilers and what i always like is that on every star for every star that we've had in the end of the in within the eras of the nhl there's always been the there's it's a duo so like yeah you get the Connor mcdavid uh dry saddle there's a point to be made for evander kane but like let, let's call it McDavid we'll give it a couple saddle. weeks yeah um but lemieux La- yager you know, Gretzky Curry, Gretzky Messier, the yeah. um like Sackick Malkin Fulker, Crosby, obviously. Malkin Crosby, um Eiserman and Shanahan, Eiserman and Fedorov, Eiserman yeah. and Datsuk. Like take a fucking pick of like through the arrows of Detroit. Like Eiserman and fucking anybody, really. Yeah, Eiserman pretty much. Lynch, like there's always been like Sackick Forsberg, that's another great one. Yeah. I said it, but whatever. Um, you, sorry, my bad. There were so many. I was thinking about each one as yeah, it was coming like, out. Like, and that's it. Like we're watching the era of McDavid Drysaddle right now. Yeah, and this is unbelievable hockey. I'm so excited to see them face off against Colorado. It's I, gonna I'm, be good. I'm, I'm nervous about McKinnon. this one. I was like McKinnon versus McDavid, yeah. but I find that um, I was talking to my buddy Morgan. He pointed something out to me that uh, where uh, we might have a better shot of beating Colorado is because they're 
more of an off like they're they're not as strong defensively as like like St. Louis. Yeah, I've heard not this saying as well. much considering St. Louis didn't win. Yeah, but like I feel like that's something. And so we got we also got some time in there for dry settle and everybody Parking to rest race. up a little bit, recuperate. It's high action versus high action is what yeah. you're saying. And like, I, I feel the same way. I, I heard that same thing from one of my buddies. And I was like, that's a very good point. The Oilers actually preferred to play Colorado than they did St. Louis. I heard even to take yeah. it that far. Cause they were like, it's more our style of hockey. Yeah. We're good so, at our style. So it's, I think it's going to come down to like strong goaltending and then who can like, who can contain their stars the most. Like yeah. we can shut down like, McKinnon, uh, Landeskog, Kadri, like if they can get shut down, fuck, the points are going to come. Yeah, I got to say too, like I'm very grateful and excited and happy as far as we've gotten so far too. You know what I mean? Like we get to now play the third, a third team. This is mm. great for the Oilers. It's great for all of their careers. It's We beat Calgary. I'm so mm. fucking happy we beat Calgary. Well, I, mm-hmm. I want the cup. I want it so fucking bad, but I'm so proud of the job that they've done so far too. Like we have a 40 year old goaltender and you know, like it's not, I'm not saying anything bad about Smith cause he's fucking done phenomenal, but it's just like all the little things that have come together to make this possible to beat LA, to beat Calgary. I'm excited. I know we can beat Colorado. I know there's a, a way for us to win on any given night. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm so excited for it. And yes. I'm going to say Oilers in six. Oilers in six. I would like to agree with you. I don't I want to say, I, mean, I think it's going to go to 7 because it's yeah. going to be great offensive hockey. I don't I don't see it I see it being a battle the whole way through. I'm going to go yeah. ahead and say Oilers in 7 because that's what I want. I yeah. plus I love who doesn't love a good game 7? Who doesn't love? Oh, it's fun. It's just it, exciting, it, man. It's a good time yeah, to be like, alive. To see what happens and like just like watching all of Edmonton. Like have you been going to any of the outside stuff like just to be there? We haven't yet, but we're going to Next, yeah. like next round, we're gonna head down there. We were talking about it, like to get a crew together and go check it out. Yeah, that's that's it's unbelievable, man. It's gonna be a great fucking time. I don't often like in life get so excited that I don't I lose a little bit of control. You know mm. what I mean? And I felt like that when McDavid scored that goal, I was fucking screaming at my TV, just like and throughout the series, there was a couple times like when we beat Calgary at the lake, we were like everyone in the fucking house was there was 20 people in the house we were jumping up and down and hugging like you're almost out of control and those like a child again where you're like so it's like the ice cream truck excitement level see i love that shit like the especially if you're at like a a, a public event there like when i was at the blue jays game like there was two home runs by bichette and like you're just high-fiving literally everyone that's around you like yeah like i love that vibe of just like sports bring people together it is it's just a fact like oh yeah nothing unites people more than sports it's this oh, beautiful thing you come in you're all wearing the same colors you all have the same like fuck yeah let's go our team like, exactly it, it fucking unites us i want to put one thing to rest too that i've already heard a little bit of chirping from the flames at i've never been a fan like i like fair play fair sportsmanship i like like the idea of being a good sports sportsman or sportswoman mm-hmm. I didn't appreciate the Bruce Lee style kick that we saw on the ice when the flame tried to kick that goal past the Oilers to win by cheating. I don't appreciate cheaters. And to all the Calgary flames fans out there, you know what your player did. You know, he Bruce Lee kicked that puck in the net. He's a cheater and the referees did their job and they called that goal back. So just suck it Calgary. Okay. You're being a lot of a sore winner that right now, that, that, 
that was so 50 50 to me <laughs> no i'm just teasing yeah, it's pretty funny though that fucking puck was going in like if yeah. he hadn't touched it i feel like it was going in so yeah, i didn't understand but, the call like, I actually yeah like, i see goal. like it wasn't like if there was they call it a distinct kicking and like like i guess like it looks like the bruce lee kick like the overly extended i was long, joking like, about ah, that. i kicking. made that part up yeah but but, it, but you're but it's a proper description of what it was yeah like I don't recall seeing his foot move. No. I saw his foot sliding into the puck <laughs> and putting it in. We never that, get those calls in our favor. I just, I knew it was a goal. I was like, it's a fucking goal. Yeah. And they call it back. I was like, what? Like, we never know what would happen. Yeah. We probably still would have scored to tie it up and it wouldn't yeah. have mattered anyways. But yeah. I'm just, just funny, like in those instances where I've been on yeah. the up, the receiving end, like when we played the Ducks in 2017 and the fucking guy was holding our goalie's leg down and they called it a good goal. Yeah. I just didn't understand, but it is what it is. It's hockey. Yeah. yeah. So... I don't know. You, you can't go back like on the referee's call, but I was honestly, I've heard Ryan Whitney explain how that was a no goal and it was the right call. I've also watched Craig Button say that the referee screwed up, but yeah. also over the years, I have lost a lot of respect for Craig Button just making the wrong calls and just being told like making predictions and making bold statements and then just turning out to be wrong. Like I remember when. Like last season, Craig Button goes out and goes like Montreal's gonna get swept in four by the Toronto Maple Leafs. And what happens? Not only did Montreal come back and win in game seven, they went all the way to the Stanley Cup final. Like Craig Button, tighten it up, buddy. <laughs> I don't even know who Craig Button is. I'm assuming he's one of the commentators. I've I usually he's don't a TSN listen. correspondent. I usually don't listen to them at all. Everything goes in one ear and out the other because they all have opinions, and usually their opinions are anti-Edmonton, anti-Oilers. So I just don't even look. like listening to the calls on the games. It's like Calgary does anything remotely like good, and they're just like, "Oh, we love them." Oilers does like, yeah, that was a nice play, and then they move on to the next thing. And you're just like, like, it is what it is. I just feel like there's a lot of anti-Oilers no. uh, through those broadcasts, and it pisses me the hell off. So I just don't listen to them. That's fair. I like you. And then, like, the Lucic hit was, I thought, was a little bit dirty. Yeah. However, like, I see him going for it, but it's like, you don't want to fucking nail a guy based on his fucking reputation, but Jesus fucking Christ. Like, this isn't, like, not the first time he's ran a fucking goalie. Sure, you can kind of see him slow down. I agree that he shouldn't have been suspended. Like, I, yeah. I come around on that now. Like, right away in the moment, I was like, give him fucking three. Right now. <laughs> three games. Me Send too. him fucking packing. Yeah. But then, no, it like, is. He did slow down, but it's still a dirty play. No, it's still have... like a dirty play. And then, like, there, when you're in that fucking what is it, trapezoid? Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure like goalies should be kind of protected by that to play the puck, especially when like you can't even go like I didn't think he was gonna play the puck. It's Mike fucking Smith. He's gonna play the fucking puck. Yeah. And then he took his fucking helmet off within that hit. Like, and it was from behind on top of it. Like, there was yeah. like a, like a layers and layers and layers of shit. So I get that he got like the game misconduct and all that. I'm surprised. Like, I'm. A, I'm not surprised he didn't get suspended, but I could see an argument for it. Yeah, I, it is what it is in those situations. Like yeah. if he if he hadn't have slowed down, like like he did hold up, he didn't like plow him like he could have. Yeah. But Lucic is a former Oiler. He's a dick. I know the way he plays. Like he's just yeah. that kind of guy, and it is yeah. what it is. Like when he's on your side, you fucking love him. When he's against you, you fucking hate him. You know, and that's something to be said about the style of play that he has. Yeah. But even then, he didn't last long as an Oiler. Like, what was it, like a season? Two seasons, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, it didn't work out at all. He's a yeah. has been in ways, or well, I don't well know. he plays his role fine in Calgary, man. He just he, his role didn't fit in Edmonton. That's all. There's a lot of dirty plays like from Calgary, you know, and I, it is what it is in those situations. I'm I don't I'm not a big. Fan. I feel I feel like you're a little bit biased right now, to be honest. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. Like you call a spade a spade here, Sean. Like you're speaking as a fucking Oilers fan. Exactly, and yeah. they're dirty, and but yeah, no, it was a good series, and. I'm super fucking grateful that we won in five. Good job, Oilers. Let's keep this fucking train rolling. Yeah. Like, the momentum in Edmonton alone is just unbelievable. And I do believe that momentum does a lot to carry you forward. Um, it's a tough matchup, Colorado. They're a good, they're a good fucking hot. Oh, hell yeah. So, they are. You know, I, it'll be – I think it'll be a good matchup. And know what? You don't get disgruntled. Like, even, like, when we're down, we come back. Like, that's exactly. the one thing I know about the Oilers is that they play all fucking 60 minutes. So. Oh, yeah. And it's funny, like the couple times in the last series where we've been down to nothing, I'm like, it's not over. Like, cause I know we have the star power and we have the skill to change that in a second. Look, yeah. like the four quickest goals in NHL playoff history happened during Calgary. You yeah. know, they bounce back, we bounce back, we bounce back, they bounce back. Like, holy fuck, just it's insane yeah. hockey, man. More yeah. to come. Yeah. And I'm, I'm excited. Um, now that like we're wrapping up here, what about the Rangers Carolina series? Like this is going to go to game seven tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, or as the release of this podcast today, like, th- like this series, I gotta say is I thought this was going to be a little bit of a blowout for the hurricanes. The hurricanes can't seem to fucking win no. in their way. So like, do they win in game seven and then just have like a, a fucking tough battle against a well-rested Tampa Bay lightning? Yeah. I'm interested, like, I've been saying all along, Carolina, Edmonton, Edmonton in five. That's my prediction for the final. But I see a path to Edmonton versus the Rangers as well. You know what I mean? You're just ignoring Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is okay. Why are you sleeping on a great hockey team? I'm not, I don't mean to sleep on them. I'm just simply saying that I don't, in my like visions of what's to come, I don't see Tampa there. I don't so know why. Nostrashanus, you're just that's I'm Nostrashanus right now, and I I've read the cards, I've looked at the rocks, handled a little bit of petrified wood, and I've come man. to the realization that I think still Carolina Edmonton. I'm going to stick I, with that, but I, we'll see. I, when it comes to the battle of the weather, I think the lightning takes out the hurricanes. Um, you know, with Vasilevsky and that's Kucherov, Stamkos, Point. I think Point's coming back. Like, dude, Tampa Bay knows what needs to be done to win a Stanley Cup, and that makes them a very scary contender. They fucking trounced the fucking President Cup's winner in four games. Trounced them. <laughs> I, you, you can't. You something can't to do. Them. Something to do with the left knee. Of Vasilevsky around game two. Left leg. I don't know if it's knee or ankle, but he will go down. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. I, no, what I'm just saying here, like, whatever happens, like, I'm hoping it's the battle of the bad weather, but, you know, who knows? Like, if it's, you know, Rangers, either way, it's a good matchup. It's a toss-up. If it's about, if it's not the battle of the bad weather, it's going to be the battle of the goaltenders because should Sturkin's fucking – That'd be exciting. Had, had a hell of a year, and if he can hold in for Game Seven, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see. But fuck, the, there's a good team in Carolina right now, and they they have a fan base that carries them. Yeah, but they kind of need to win when they're not home. So yeah, no kidding. What happens. 
No, it's exciting. I mean, it's fun to be like, I'm waiting to get down to the four teams, you know, and that's, what's crazy is we went from 16 to eight to now down to four and Oilers are one of those four. So what makes exciting. this like the best like playoffs, like, like the NHL playoffs are so unreal. Like, I guess baseball is a close, like how it does, but baseball is so fucking long. Like, and it's a rigorous schedule and it's so yeah. hard to just like, like you could like, ignore the whole first half of the fucking year of baseball and then get right back into it come October. Like it's like, it's a whole fucking thing, but hockey playoffs with the, the, the stick work, the heart, the fucking drive of every team that plays, man, there's a whole, like it's undeniable. Like the whole like NFL it's one and done. Right. So like, yeah, you yeah. get some good matchups, but you're not going to see like, the intensity of what like a seven like a game seven will do like it's fucking wild oh it's oh. insane and it's just fun like like you said sports it just brings out that excitement in people and it's yeah. like canada's a hockey country so it's fucking exciting yeah, right now so, and like we're so lucky like no at least we have one canadian team still hanging out there like all that stuff like i, I don't want to i don't want to jinx it right now but holy fuck like you know, like every time there's one left, I'm just my asshole just tightens a little bit, right? Yeah, that's exciting to me too. Is like, you know, I watch all the Oilers games. I see what McDavid and Drysaddle do together, and Nurse and Kane, and all these players that and Yamamoto, and like the excitement level of that. It's they're gonna get a lot more broadcast time now across the country. People actually get to tune in and see what they do, like minute to minute, game to game, and it's fun to like for them to get some accolades. Like a lot of people saying about McDavid, like. We knew he was great. We knew he's awesome, but now they're seeing what he's doing in the playoffs this run, and they're like, "Holy fuck!" Like, there's Gretzky comparisons coming out, which is kind of funny. But yeah, it's like just hey, when you wear that Edmonton Oilers jersey, like you're you're always going to be in the house that Gretzky built, right? So that's yeah. always like a it's a it's a hard shadow to get out of. But the fact that McDavid is fucking doing what he can to carry the team, dude, I fucking love it. It's just good. It's good fucking fun hockey. Yeah, he's a captain. He's the leader, and you see it. You know, you see yeah. it on the ice. It's exciting. Yeah, but yeah, hockey, 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 hockey. I love hockey. Yeah, it's it's fucking unbelievable. Indeed. Um, question for you. Yes, sir. You sent me like a picture this past week of the Masters of the Universe title. Does that mean you actually gave it a watch through? I got three quarters of the way through it. Yeah. I only stopped watching it because I was falling asleep. I I hit the I hit the old vape pen while I was watching it. So like. Kind of it made it more tolerable. The fact that you robbed me of Courtney Cox being in this fucking piece of shit was a little bit like I feel a little bit a little bit of a misdirect. Um, there were moments of if you watch it knowing nothing about He Man and the Masters of the Universe, it's a fun dumb watch. The fact that there's no Prince Adam and he's just Dolph Lundgren doing Dolph like being Dolph Lundgren, like all right, like I'm. I'm it was fun. Gonna, like I said, you have to forget the cart. You yeah. have to forget the cartoon or any of the history, the storyline. Yeah. You just have to see He-Man. And yeah, it was. It's dumb fun, and I see why you enjoy it. Um, the fact that he's just walking around in a loincloth and being just acceptable, like at no point they're like, "Hey, man, you want to just like throw this on?" <laughs> just like you're walking around like that, you're drawing attention to yourself. It's not what you want to do. Like, fuck. Even Thor wore fucking like normal clothes when he came to Earth. Jesus <laughs> Christ! But like, 
I don't know. Like, I see your joy. So, like, that is a movie I I recommend if you do watch it. Fucking hit the hit the vape pen, smoke the joint, like lean into it a little bit. I I do have to finish it. The problem is like I it's a hard finish. <laughs> it's awesome because like it's eighties. Yeah. Like I said to you, because you've watched a bunch of eighties movies recently, it's a good like mindset yeah. to be in when you're coming into that because like you get the. Uh, principal from uh, Back to the Future, and you get yeah. like Courtney Cox start of her career, Tom Perry. Like, it's just a lot of like fun little cameos, and it's not like it's a fun little story in ways. Like, I enjoy it when you see it wrap up. You'll be like, oh, okay, that's how they did all that. It's it's a weird wrap up. I'll yeah. say that, but it, it, it was a watchable like, movie. What was it like? Uh, is it Sergeant Arms or whatever his name is? Yeah, Man at Arms. Man at Arms. And then they had, what's her name? The Tila. Tila. Like, they brought in, like, real fucking characters, which were badass. And yeah. then they bring in, like, this other wizard dwarf creature. Yeah. That isn't the other dwiz- wizard orco. dwarf creature. Yeah, that isn't Orco. It's bothering me. And then there's <laughs> no Battle Cat. No. Uh, the dude that plays, like, Skeletor was, like, a real like a real actor like one of those like thespians and he did that like i i was just you know what i was on board it was cheesy but it was awesome it like it was fun it's a good movie it's just stupid like it's yeah. 80s but it's fun yeah i didn't want i wanted you to see it at some point because it's fucking funny yeah no it is it was it, it was a watch I'll, I'll finish it up like i got like if it like sometime I'll finish it up. It's still on my Amazon Prime. I'll, uh, I'll I'll give it like I got like a few minutes left. It's just a problem. I was just falling asleep. Had I get that. Off. I get that. I was in that exact boat last night when I was trying to watch uh, Strange New Worlds. I was too tired, so I went to bed. How okay? Can we get into this? Like, how far are you in Strange New Worlds yet? Have you? I, I watched the like theme song. And uh, yeah, of episode one, are you yeah. still? No, For I watched one sake. and two. I'm just fucking with you. For fuck's sake, Sean. I don't know here. <laughs> yeah, episode one and episode two are complete. It was yeah. really fun. Like, I didn't expect them to go, like, obviously it's a huge fucking thing, but I did. I wasn't expecting them to, like, linger on the fact of what he'd seen in the future. I thought they were going to more so have it in, the, like, the background in, like, not him not telling people and him not talking about him. It fucked him up, clearly, because he was, yeah. like, questioning whether or not he should go back to starfleet and like i get that you know what i mean but he, he didn't. knowing what you know right yeah it would be hard to like i always thought like what a powerful episode in discovery it was when he made the choice it was like if you do this you seal your future you seal your fate and it was he made it because it was the right thing to do and i was like holy fuck i love pike you know and yeah. now seeing like the humanity that they wrote into the first episode and first two couple episodes of that yeah. reality it's it's really interesting and then you get the security offer who's a Noonian saying. Yeah. Like I didn't know it, what was up with that. Yeah, with like there's there's a relation to Khan. Yeah. And there's I don't get the relation they, to Khan. They, I think they mentioned in the second episode, and forgive me if they don't, but he's like her uncle or some shit. Oh, okay. He's like a he's a like he's a distant family, he's a family member, but he like but also what I like is the fact that these genetic people are already in like the atmosphere like they already know about them like the fact that like Khan Noonien Singh is a part of the zeitgeist for them like 
they're like so there's already been encounters and they already know what's out like that's that's what they've kind of alluded to already and i am fucking down because of what what that means to me is you can't have a new uh, saying without Khan showing up eventually what's so, curious about that though to me thomas is that like it was the first interaction in in the original series when he found Khan. It was like the first interaction with the eugenics humans since the eugenics war. It felt yeah. like because they were in cryostasis that whole time or something, right? Yeah. So that part's confusing. I, I get it. Like she, if she's a descendant of his, it was when he was alive in like the two thousands or the nineteen nineties or whatever the fuck it was supposed to have happened, yeah. which makes sense. And then he had kids, and these she's just one of their kids. Yeah, but like just because like Starfleet knows about him does not mean that he. Like, like they they met him like what like, correct like they knew him. they like, knew him yeah yeah like he could just be in the history books you know what for I mean? sure and it's just weird to me too like if you have people like you can't have people that are advanced like the eugenics people because remember julian bashir and deep space nine almost had his rank stripped from him because he was advanced and they yeah. had to like pull some strings to keep it because mm-hmm. they're like banned from service and shit so it's interesting i'll have to see how it all develops you Yo, know more than me season so. episodes three and four man i hear it gets better and better yeah uh, every episode uh there's shit going on with the doctor there's shit going on with number one like like it seems episodic with like a linear story over time like there's like bad guy of the week versus yeah. like by the way here's the drama that's going on in the starship yeah and what which is I the love, way it should be what i love about this is that um i can't remember if it's episode two or three but you get the rise of yahura like you're gonna yeah. get like episode we're, two, we're yeah. focusing on characters that we haven't that really haven't gotten a lot of focus and i fucking love this yeah it's like, exciting and yeah, I enjoyed it. Like I watched one and two last night, so yeah. it's still fairly fresh in me. And like yeah. seeing the Enar return, we yeah. haven't seen them come back. They're like the special Andorians that live underground in the ice yeah. world, ice like areas, which yeah. is cool because we got to know the Enars quite a bit in a previous series. So it's neat to like come full circle back to see another Enar, yeah. Enar, however you want to pronounce um, it. There is an episode. I have to ask you this because I don't know much about him and I don't want to spoil it for you, but I, I am so curious. The Gorn. Yeah. Where did they start? They were in the original series. We saw like, um, we saw Kirk battle one, obviously, and they were already like known. And I think they have to do with the Orion people, like they, the Orions, that whole network of criminals and stuff like that. They were involved in that to some degree. Okay. But- they're making a baron so nice yeah no worries don't go too far though yeah Jesus like yeah no with like the stories and all this stuff i like this is the stuff that i love about what's happening with star trek what's happening with star wars what's happening with like even with marvel it's just like these these creators are now going into the toy box of you can just play with fucking everything just bring this back why not the depth yeah. is there. Like for me, like this has been like a great week for TV. So Shorzy ended. Yeah. So they released two episodes a week for three weeks. It's a six episode run first season. Honestly, great show. Yeah. Super hockey, super Canadian. And then like it's super Sudbury. So my buddy Morgan frequents Sudbury a lot. Yeah. And I ask him questions about like all the stuff. Like, is this like, is this a real bar? Is this a real bar? Is this a real place? Is this a real spot? He goes like, 
yes to all of it and they're like grimy and it's like like it's like like it's a nice dive like should I skip Letter Kenny and just watch Shorzy? Or you don't I... need to watch Letter Kenny to watch Shorzy. Okay, so I can just give it a watch. You just need to be... know that he exists, and then he. But the thing is that he kind of just spins off. Like he was a character you treated like yeah. Wilson from Home Improvement. Yeah, you were saying he, that. he just leaves to go start a hockey career, playing senior AAA whale shit hockey in Sudbury. Okay, that's all you really need to know. Like he just like he was a side character. An actual side character, not like how you describe them with like the real characters, but you don't give them respect that they deserve. <laughs> um, where he's like a side character that's just brought comic relief. But like honestly, all it is is great fucking hockey. It's it's beautifully bilingual. So all the guys that like are like are from Quebec, they have them speaking French the whole time, which I love. Like I there was nothing wrong with like that because there's a guy that's from Quebec and I speak and understand French. It's just it's joyous to me because I'm like, no matter what, I'm understanding it. That's and cool, then, yeah. And then it's like, I'm not sure if you ever watched Bone Cop, Bad Cop. I have, actually. Yeah, so it's like Long that kind ago. of style of comedy where, like, you intermingle with all that, but it's kind of like unites the country in a way because everyone understands the French guys. Yeah. And the French guys understand English, so, like, they don't need to speak the same language to understand one another. It's fucking That's beautiful. Cool. Yeah, it's that a is a neat thing. thing about that part of Canada is that it is a lot bilingual, you know? Yeah. So it, it, it's a cool thing to see. And like, um, yeah, anything that you would need to know from Letterkenny, they, they bring into Shorzy. So nice. you're fine. So it, it's awesome. Uh, I really liked it. It's my big thing. And then Obi-Wan Kenobi started. I'm sure you didn't watch it because you're going to, you know, daily life. Yeah. I'll cite life busyness yeah, now. No, no, but also, I have like, a life too. Like, I don't understand. Go fuck yourself. Like, I live a fucking <laughs> life. As well, I but don't I mean still it. Time I'm not too. saying that you don't. I, you took that in such a bad way. Just meant that, like, when I come home, there's humans there that I have commitments. Oh, so now you're like taking shots at for being alone. Wow, Sean. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I don't live in your monogamy hey, world, and I just you get live more my TV time than I do. Is and wow. honestly, like Kenobi looks really exciting, but I still have to watch The Mandalorian. I still have to watch what well, the fuck the is the other is, one? The thing Boba is with Ken- Kenobi, you don't need to know about. The Mandalorian, because the Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett take uh, place like five years after Return of the Jedi. Right. Obi Wan Kenobi is taking place ten years after Revenge of the Sith. Okay, so I can watch it, is what you're saying? Yeah. Skip like, everything don't... else and just go straight to that. I mean, might as well. You and McGregor's a fucking pimp. I'm so excited to watch it. I've seen the previews, and I'm just like, <sighs> like I love. That there's character. a thing about it that I really want to discuss with you. Yeah. Because uh, I just don't throw it out there. Or... I don't care. Okay. Speak- we see Obi-Wan Kenobi punch someone in the face and he shakes his hand like it fucking hurt. And then got and then it hit me. I don't think at any point in Star Wars anyone gets punched in the face. I can't think. I feel like I'm trying to think, was there ever a Han Solo get slapped? He uh, I think he's gotten slapped, but I don't, like a punch in the face. Yeah, I can't think of it either off the top of my head. Nothing comes to my direct forefront. Yeah. And this blows my fucking mind because it's like a little thing like a, a, a show about like a movie series strictly about war it's yeah. in the fucking name but these warriors never needed to punch someone in the face because they had funny. the horse the lightsaber the what have i've seen Guns. i've seen kicking i've seen kicking yeah but i don't think i've ever seen someone get punched in the face well and you've seen obi-wan punching some dudes in the face That's and funny. it's unbelievable Another thing about it too is like stormtroopers all wear helmets. 
So you punch yeah. the helmet. Like there's the other there's other characters that are bad guys. Like like yeah. you look at Greedo. Greedo could have been punched in the face and well, the robots shot. too. Like right. Yeah, yeah, but you're not again to your argument. You're not punching a robot in the face. It's like when no. it's like when Captain America tries to strangle Ultron. Like what are you gonna do? Yeah, pretty much. He didn't quite understand the whole process. Yeah. No, yeah. Hey, that's cool, man. I'm excited to yeah. so, uh, check. Like, there's out that it. one thing like. I've never seen a Jedi punch someone before. And they, it was fucking cool to see because the reaction is like, fuck. Because <laughs> he's in hiding, right? So you can't just like willy nilly Jedi that shit up because he's in hiding. That makes sense. I yeah, was wondering, so, I was going to ask that question of like, yeah. why didn't he just. Yeah. Not? So you're seeing Obi-Wan with a blaster. You're seeing Obi-Wan like fight like a barbarian. I fucking love it. And there's like they're they're bringing in characters i didn't think they would bring in and they're do like they're just like it, again it's just the guy uh what's your name it's i can't remember the name of the director but she's like heavily involved in star wars and she just she's just right there with dave filoni and john favreau just playing in the toy box of like what I, like these shows make me want to get into clone wars i actually yeah. started watching a few more episodes like i gotta get it more into there's seven seasons of clone wars like 20 episodes per season holy shit it's small like 20 minute like episodes like they're cartoons and stuff but fuck like but they're they added these characters through that then then they're adding them into like uh, to these series and it makes me want to go okay well i need to know who these fucking people are so i gotta go into there to watch that and then we have to watch rebels and then i'm gonna have to watch this so like what it's doing is just creating all this content for star wars that maybe you thought you were too mature for well now guess what motherfucker you gotta go back and watch that shit now because now they're playing with those toys again yeah that's kind of a cool like thing for them to do as well i love tie-ins we all love tie-ins yeah like marvel you know you just talked about earlier star trek and now star wars they're yeah. painting and designing these fucking whole worlds that we can appreciate and like there's Love nothing this. more fun than the like you, it's like the whole way back in the 80s trading places and uh coming to america when yeah. they throw that little scene in of the brothers with the yeah. money and shit it's like the, the, we live for those fucking things yeah, yeah but what i what i love so much is that like you're getting characters that that are new which is awesome you're getting because like mccoy had to promote he didn't just have the doctor like he was he wasn't the doctor right he had to yeah. earn that spot um everyone like like spock right now in strange worlds is lieutenant commander right yeah. or just lieutenant he might just be lieutenant lieutenant i think yeah and it's amazing it's amazing. interesting for sure it, like because like you're seeing the rise like we're we're, we're we're getting more of characters we love and we're seeing the rise to per uh um we're just seeing them rise to the characters they became to us like yeah so like we're like like when they finally do introduce kirk which they will i yeah. mean like They've already announced that there's a James T. Kirk showing up. Yeah. So like you kind of see his rise, but then like eventually, like we're gonna see like a 17 year old kid take on the role of Pavel Chekhov again. We're gonna see a Scottish actor. I hope a Scottish actor take on the role of Montgomery Scott. Take on uh, like you know like these guys that are just like solely but surely they have 10 years to play with Star Wars lore. Sorry, Star Trek lore, and they're gonna add in all of our fan favorites. They already have we so far we have two, right? We have yeah. Yahura, we have Spock. No mention of anybody else. They like how'd you react to the Sam Kirk? Did you see that comment? Like, did you yeah. enjoy that? Because I didn't, nice I was just kind of right? like it, it was a little weird, like 
you know, I haven't heard of Sam Kirk playing in any of like it was just like, oh, he's in Sam Kirk's in the original series. Is he? I didn't remember. Yeah, he was played by William Shatner with a mustache. Okay, that's why his mustache is so prominent. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm I'm amazed that I had to teach you that. Yeah, that escaped me. I was like, huh, I was. Yeah, it escaped me. Yeah. So like there's some like there, there's some cool shit that's going on. Uh, like personally, I'm just excited to see what's happening. Like, so question I, then, Sam Kirk, is the actor playing Sam Kirk? Is that who's playing James T. Kirk? No. That would have been a fucking funny thing to do. Yeah, that would have been hilarious. Just, just give, give him, him a mustache and yeah. fucking call it a day. Yeah. Nice. But um, I mean, like no, it's that, fun. Was, that was the 60s for you then, right? Like they're brothers. So like they're going to look similar. Let's yeah. just get the exact same actor to play him. <laughs> Pretty much. No, that's sweet, dude. I'm excited for the trip. And like, I always remember, especially Star Trek, it always takes a couple seasons to get going. So I'm already enjoying the shit out of this. So when it's like, I I can't wait for the future. You know, if if this is the start that we're going to look back at and be like, yeah, it was pretty good, but not as good as season three or four or five. Like, that's exciting to me too knowing that like they're only going to get better at playing these characters they're only going to develop them in more ways and we're going to look at the beginning season as like it was good but this like that's exciting too the thing i'm excited about right now is um so um my buddy tyson's gotten into the podcast a little bit just listening to a few episodes here and there but he was telling me yesterday that he started watching next generation and now i'm fucking yes right that's like, awesome dude like, like because of our fucking show and our love for this thing we got one well i don't yeah. care we got no, one one that's person all we needed. Now. he goes like you know it's taking me a minute because i gotta get used to the fact that it's taking place in 1987 yeah right? so you gotta get used to all totally the true shit but there the are some comes. great episodes in season one and then i'm telling you like dude season two gets really good I don't like the doctor that much, but you can, if you can get, if you can ignore that bitch, you can find, you're fine. Yeah. Um, I've enjoyed so much of that, like sharing our love with other people and then it yeah. inspiring them to like yeah. check it out. Yeah. It's awesome. It's, yeah. I mean, some people aren't that big on like the sci-fi stuff. I've That's been, fine. Yeah. yeah I, I've been, I've been texting with this, uh, you know, new lady right now. And like, she, she's heard a few episodes of the podcast. She's just like, honestly, it's fun that you do this, but like you're, your interest like I, we this is where we differ i'm like ah, it's your fine. thing yeah that's you know what variety is the spice of life that's what mm-hmm. i like about that too is like you know when you meet someone who has complete different interests than you that's great yeah. there's there's also the like when you meet someone who's like the exact same as you and loves all the same shit as you that's fun to share that too but it's more fun in ways when you get to like help them discover it when you get to like show yeah. them your appreciation teach someone what you love and why you love it oh absolutely like i like i have gone on like tangents before on why i love star trek yeah like, you and i agree it's like humanity at its best like we don't have to go into like another fucking diatribe about it i think we have like 14 different episodes where we do pretty much but but like that's what it is that's what attracts us to it it's yeah like humanity is trying to grow only make humanity better the one consistent show that's out there that shows humans like not fucking destroying like us having a bright future yeah that's the great part yeah it's super fun so another thing, uh, changing, you ready to change gears? You got Star yeah, Trek absolutely. talking? Okay. No, I'm so not. I got to do something yesterday that I love to fucking do. It's been a long time. I feel like even though it's only been a week, maybe two weeks at the fucking longest. I went garage sailing yesterday and it was fucking yeah. awesome. Nice. 
Yeah, we went out for like three, four hours just checking out different shit in the city. We were like just about to wrap up. And then this neighborhood in Edmonton called Dovercourt, once a year, they do like a garage sale event where they put out flyers, tell everyone in the neighborhood, if you're going to do it, do it this weekend because we're all doing it. So we're like just leaving uh, one part of the city. We happened to drive past there and I'm like, holy fuck, it's the... So we had to pull in there and it was, it was just a good time. We made a couple good pickups each, nothing crazy, but well, it was... What you got? I personally got a cigar box, an old antique cigar box to store some coins in, which I thought was fucking sweet because I've been looking for that. The pickup of the day, I think for me, was an axe. It's an old fireman's axe from a Canadian company from Quebec um that only made axes from the 1850s up into 1967 and yeah. it's one of the rarer ones because it was a fire a fireman's axe yeah. so it's like rusty to shit I, I treated it yesterday with some oil and took some of the rust off of it and that's when i found the maker's name and was like holy fuck like and then i could research it and figure out what it was and where it came yeah. from so that was a big pickup for me i think that's awesome man i too had a very interesting day yesterday Did and you? i'd like to yes uh so uh, I'm, as you know, I'm a bit of a wrestling fan. I'm not like as big as I was once upon a time, but I, you know what? I like to follow like the main, like the main. You appreciate the entertainment value. I do, I do. And so like I follow a few wrestlers on Instagram and like a few weeks ago I'm perusing and I see like uh, one of my personal favorites, Mick Foley, one of uh, Mankind, Cactus Jack and Dude Love the three faces of Foley, I like, I follow, like, so I follow him on Instagram. He puts out, he goes, I'm doing my Canadian tour. Canadian tour. I have wanted to meet Mick Foley forever. The dude, the dude's a legend. Like he, like if you, if you were to watch these particular matches, I think you would go at least, holy shit, six or seven times. Like he, he revolutionized, he's part of the, the thing that revolutionized wrestling business to that hardcore side. Like he did, the Hell in a Cell match with The Undertaker where he fell 30 feet from the, 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 the top of the cage onto the table. When he wrestled in Japan, he was in a barbed wire match losing his, like, losing his, uh, losing his ear. Like, he did these things. Like, he went through a flaming table in an infamous match with Edge at WrestleMania 23. Like, these things are just, like, it's who he was. He's the hardcore legend. And so my whole life, I've just been a fan of just who he was, just based on, like, what he would do for us the fans yeah so uh years ago like I, we talked about this on the podcast before like i had a mankind mask made up so i can wear it for like halloween my buddy scott did it uh Zeno underscore leather if you want to follow on instagram he, he's like a great guy he does like he'll make like homemade leather wallets sure it's a little bit pricey but fuck he does great fucking work that kind of thing isn't pricey because it's also art yeah. So when people look at the prices, you got to also remember that this guy's not just someone who fabricates clothing or yeah, leather yeah. work is a fucking art form like, and it needs to be appreciated when oh, these guys 100%. have the skill they have. Like, I don't want to undersell I, that. Yeah, part you know of what? Like, Please forgive me for saying prices. It's not what I meant. It's no, just price like, reflects the art, though. Yeah, exactly. Like he'll put together a beautiful wallet for you and then like make it to whatever fandom. Like he, like he's a big Zelda guy. So yeah. the amount of like effort and stuff he puts in for like a zelda style wallet it, it's gorgeous it is now i have to ask what would, would he make me a star trek themed leather wallet that i could carry you, for the rest of my life if you were to pay for it 100 i would pay for it yeah 100%. i'm just curious you gotta i'll check it you out can, i have i follow him on instagram already I, yeah. I actually i never thought of this before but 
why don't I have a cool specialty wallet that's yeah, made out of dude. leather? And it, like it's a it's a passion project for him too. So like Sweet. like he'll probably like we'll charge you a little bit for the time, but it's mostly for the materials because like being into leather work is like I, I I'm happy you're gonna do this because I like my goal is just to make sure that he uh you know gets more work i want people yeah. to like buy shit from him I oh man it's to- cool when you uh, have something like specially made for you like yeah. your mankind mask like you have that forever and leather lasts yeah. fucking forever not so. only do i have that forever i got an autograph by mick foley himself all right i had a picture with him with my buddy tyson that's we so watched, cool. like live wrestling and some of it was just so good so like you know you wait in the lineup it was pretty much like a what i imagine like a comic-con event like you don't get the time to be like like you don't like i don't have an hour to shoot the show with mick foley of i course. got to say like hey mick like it's so great to meet you uh my buddy made this I, I would you mind signing it and he goes like this is this is awesome so i sent him pictures of me meeting mick foley him signing it and uh and then uh, uh and then like the me and my, me mick foley and my buddy tyson and i sent that to like my buddy Scott going, dude, you're Mick Foley approved. He loved it. He thought That's it was awesome. awesome. And he was like, he goes, this is great. I'm like, thanks, man. Like, uh, like question for you. Did he charge for autographs? He did. Okay, that's fair. They they got to make a money too. You know, and that's it. how I saw it. Like it was like twenty bucks a photo, thirty bucks for an autograph. And that's like, fair. And you know what? It is. It is what it is. But I have that memory forever too. So oh like, yeah. And like that to me is a little bit priceless. You know how I feel about wrestling, but I appreciate your love for it. And it's cool that you got to meet one of those guys, like the heroes. Like, it's like me bumping into any of the Star Trek or like Ryan Smith in the Edmonton or like getting those that opportunity to just meet someone where you've like you've looked up to them in ways you've appreciated their art form. It's awesome that you got to experience. I'm happy for you. And so at the beginning of the show, they did this shtick where one big guy bad body like he like i don't understand how he's a professional wrestler but he came out in the mask and they had this like advertisement for like local bagel shop and then the bagel guy ends up getting beat up by the bad by the bad guy in a mask then mick foley comes out puts the mr Sokol on gives him the hand uh gives him the manible claw fucking kicks him out of the ring all that shit saves the bagel guy then he cuts a three-minute promo but like you know how hard it was to get to halifax his flight got canceled and shit and he ended up having to like drive from like new york to maine and like all this shit but like the fact that like even if, let's say that's true like i don't know if it's true or not because like you can only take someone at the word right so it's, it says true the commitment of just doing that for the fans you could have canceled easily the fan service involved in that is huge and that's what it is and like he's so beat up and like like i'm sure he's pushing 60 if not he's pushing 65 yeah and and like like the wrestlers that like showed up there was a few guys literally like like on paper that are like uh wrestling legends like yeah i'm not sure like you can probably ask your dad about them but the bushwhackers i've heard they're the tag team that would just like walk yeah bushwhacker luke was there and he wrestled and he's like up there yeah like <laughs> and i'm watching him do it it was the most entertaining thing like it was entertaining and like we're drinking beers we're yelling shit you're booing you don't know who a good guy or a bad guy is you're just fucking yelling things and then like all of the like, there was like two intergender matches like a, a guy versus girl because yeah quality you know um yeah. it was fucking it was just great to see man it was just people having fun and all that and it really brought like it, it was a packed house considering it was just done like at a local arena in like Spryfield, but fuck man, like everyone was there and just loves wrestling and just having a good time. 
Or they have another show on July 23rd. I, I don't want to go because That's it just funny. sounds like a great fucking time. Anytime you get an arena full of people all cheering for the same thing and having fun, like you said, yelling shit, like, how could you not enjoy the atmosphere? Yeah. Like, I've never appreciated wrestling, but I've also never been to a wrestling event. Yeah. If I went and it was, like, fun and there's stupid, crazy and, shit happening the whole time, how could you? I might be was, like, that was fun. And that was my buddy Tyson. He was just literally that day going through a breakup. Like, he got broke a dump the day before. Uh, and, sorry, buddy. Uh, it's all right. It happens. He's, he's, yeah. he's okay. Like, he's okay. Yeah. Um, But, like. I was telling like, all right, man. Well, guess what? We're going to watch people fake beat each other up and we're going to have a fucking time. We're going to have a few beers. We're going to fucking you. yell nonsense. We're going to just lean right into it. And that is exactly what we did. That's he awesome. was having a blast. Like at the end of it, I was like, aren't you having like the best time? He goes, dude, this is great. At one point, one of the wrestling matches got like thrown like right to where we were sitting. So they got, the guy got like thrown in like the seats right in front of us. Dude, it was so fun. It was just That's good. fun. Like, I really recommend you do something similar to this. It, like, because Edmonton does it. Like, you can probably see it on Facebook all the time. There are local shows you can go to. For the sake of going to them, they're just dumb fun. Yeah. I would never go on my own, but if someone brought me, I would go. Yeah. Kieran, Almost. if you're listening. He's not interested. He'd be like, no, gay. Or not any, of your, any of your, like, weird friends, just send them. <laughs> That's like, funny. No, to me it was fun. So like, so now my uh, mankind mask is uh, signed. So now I gotta go. I want to find a. Uh, I want to find a uh, mannequin head. Yeah. And so I can put the mask on that, so I can like, um, you know, pr- have it like on prominent display. Because I'm very proud of this. Like, like my, yeah. for one, my buddy Scott did amazing work. Again, Zeno underscore leather on Instagram. If you want to hit him up. Like, you know, special requests if you want a specialty wallet or anything that like leather, like dude made a costume out of leather a few times. Like the, the amount of that work that he can do, yo, he's sick. Hit him yeah, up. That's cool. Zeno underscore leather on Instagram. Um, but uh, but yeah, like this is cool. And I have like a cactus jack action figure. I want to find a mankind action figure and a dude love, and I just want to surround that in the action figures. Like I just I don't know, man. Like the fact that I had this and like I, I have this moment forever now. This is an amazing thing for me where I got to meet. I got to meet him. Like he was nice. It was quick. Like I didn't get to be like, and I got to tell him like, like, like look, this match, I got to watch it like once a year because it's just phenomenal. Thank you so much for just for everything you've done. And then he was like walking behind us. And like I started a thank you, Mick kind of chant. It was it was wonderful. That's cool, man. Yeah. Good times, good memories and good things to add to your personal museum. Yes, exactly. Gotta say. Yeah. Gotta say. So, yeah. That's cool, dude. Yeah. Um, any developments on the chip process? I just gotta figure out like uh, when and where we should do this because I don't like have I'm gonna talk to my buddy um Matt this week when yeah. I go to back to work on Monday and be like, Hey, I have to eat this stupid fucking chip. Um, I would love to do it on your boat. I feel like that's a proper That'd location. Be cool too. I was also, I had this thought you've been frequenting a lot of the little spots around Halifax, talking to one of the bars and being like, I'm going to eat this spicy fucking chip. It's the hottest chip in the world. Do you guys want to like have me here and I'll eat it in front of your fucking people. And maybe it'll yeah. bring a couple people in to buy a few drinks, make it like a huge event as if we are celebrities, even though we're not. Even though we're like, I don't know, man, they'll probably hit up our Instagram page. We're like, you only have like 300 followers. Like, <laughs> I had those thoughts in my no, head. No, no. Like, uh, I want to do it soon. I might do it yeah. as soon as the, this weekend, maybe. Uh, awesome. Next weekend. 
the only because like i gotta find like i just want to i want a good uh, i want a good certain surroundings and all that stuff and i want to be around course. good people like i don't want to be me sitting by myself in the fucking backyard going i'm guess i guess gotta do this now so i'm gonna talk to my buddy matt on monday going like all right man i gotta do this thing for the show i would like to do it on the boat i'll bring beers and then like if it's super hot i'll just jump into the atlantic ocean what do you Beers say? for afterwards right yeah yeah for afterwards. yeah Always cool, rappers because cool, apparently cool. that's cheating. <laughs> awesome, dude. Yeah, but that's that's kind of where I'm at with that right now because I want I want it done right and yeah, like I I have them. I gotta fucking like I know I gotta do it. Like the clock's ticking and I got two of them, so I maybe I'll do the two or maybe someone will want to join me. That's hot. No pun intended. Oh, um, last thing before we go. Did you watch Batman and Barry or listen to Batman and Barry? I, I haven't listened to it yet. Nice. Uh, I haven't listened to the new couple episode. more episodes popped. Yeah, so I, I I gotta get in on that, but I'm 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 liking that. Like I was. I wanted to throw a tiny plug again, just because it's so fucking good and it's fun yeah. to get back. I actually checked out the Logan one you were telling me about. Yeah, like the Wolverine Logan one. It was interesting too. Like it it was a fun. I listened to season one. It was pretty good. Yeah, that's all. Like when we were talking about how these things are coming full circle, it's unbelievable. Like the the teleplay, the radio plays are coming back, right? Yeah. And it's uh, funny because it was a thing of the twenties, and now it's a thing of the twenties. Yes, that's cool. the roaring twenties are back, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, no, it's a good listen. I've been meaning to. I've just been like a busy back and forth thing all, all I get over. That. Yeah, um, I would never strike you down for being too busy to catch up on something. I would never do that you, to you, Thomas. You're such a prick because I guarantee you, if I was behind <laughs> on Star, when I was behind on Star Trek, you gave me fucking many stern talking. What? What? Oh, you could go way <laughs> back to when we first started the podcast, and I was behind on Discovery. On next you, week's episode, Thomas will supply clips of Sean talking shit. This is work I do not have time to do. You can just go listen to a whole bunch of fucking episodes in the back, yeah. in the back, in the first twenty. Yeah, get out there, uh, sidekick. So, where are you out. at on Sean? I finally decided I'm gonna lean into season three of discover <laughs> fucking finally <laughs> that's funny. all right so plus you're still on my dick about star trek and enterprise all right so like i am yeah let's fucking relax here well you don't even know who the anars are so yeah that's fine that's okay you don't need to know but it's fun to know <laughs> only cool people like us know <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah. i didn't know that about sam kirk and his mustache until you reminded me of it i'm sure i've saw seen the episode but i had no fucking idea no you can just go back and watch that i might i have to yeah I, that's some of the cool things about it being so accessible like if there's any like tributes to previous episodes like i kind of want to watch specifically the con episode and the sam kirk episode yeah it's necessary for backstory and i'm sure that's what was great about discovery throwing that episode out with pike is that you really had to go back and watch that. And I did. And it's just, it just pays dividends when you see how they put it all together. That's what's fun yeah. about all of this is just seeing the culmination of like a lot of the other storytelling now being like uh, respected in a way. Yeah. But yeah, cool, man. Does that wrap up this week's episode of the pod? Did you forget what we were calling for a second? No, no, I just slowed it down. I didn't know if I was going to say she's had a story. I didn't. Oh, I had a like... quick little anecdote I wanted to share with you about the wrestling show. So you, you see good. in the hat is called UCW. Yep. When I was in high school, me and a group of friends, we had our own backyard wrestling thing, like on a buddy's trampoline. 
and it was also called UCW, and it was the exact same name of Ultimate Championship Wrestling. So just to like, I was messaging uh, a buddy Connor from high school yesterday, who I haven't spoken yeah. to in a little while, going like, "Hey man, I showed him a picture of the hat." He goes, "No way!" I'm like, "We made it." That's awesome. <laughs> a wrestling event in Halifax. We finally <laughs> did it, buddy. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. I like those throwbacks when you have those moments in life yeah. and then years later it comes to fruition and you're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we did it yeah. first. Yeah. So like I got the, I got the hat and it was a nice little, like, cause it like, it's a cool thing cause you're supporting local shit and like, it's not that expensive to like buy the tickets to these shows and it's not yeah. that expensive to just honestly just sit back and enjoy yourself. Like uh, uh, Sean, I can't express to you how much fun I had yesterday. And then afterwards, we went to a cider bar. I didn't know these fucking things existed. But boy, oh boy, I can tell you, I'm not a fucking cider guy. Because either there's like two kinds of cider. One that's super fucking sweet and yeah. the vinegar. So, like, I, I'm i not that kind of guy. Like, I like my beer. Like, I feel like there should be like a bitterness going on, but not like a fucking sourness. So, yeah. I don't know. Like, the I only time my- I do cider is at Christmas time when I'm walking around LaDuke uh, Christmas event. They hand out apple cider. It's fucking cold. Like the hot apple cider? Yeah. And yeah, that's, yeah, like, that's yeah, good. Like, I'm, I'm talking about like... like Chilled you know, cider. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I found out that there's a, such a thing as like a cider brewery bar. And I was like, we ended up there. We went, we were going to go try this place called Gus Pop, but apparently they were having like a local dj perform a show and we were just like nope went across the road and then we we're just like all right so we're at a cider bar cool yeah pretty much <laughs> it was a nice way to take the edge off at the end of the day so yeah, why fun. not fuck it yeah so yeah not all that but um now i'm pretty sure i think i'm wrapped up on like all the things i wanted to share with you about the pod uh, on the pod today Anything let's go oilers about- Let's go Oilers. Uh, they play on Tuesday. So yes, sir. let's go. Uh, Canes Rangers, figure it out. Um, yep. I'm kind of hoping for the battle of bad weather. Let's kind of go. So go Canes, <laughs> I guess. It would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's two sides of the story this week. I'm Tom Sides. This has been one side of the story. And I'm Sean Sides, and this is one side of the story. Have a great week, everyone. Live long and prosper, y'all. Sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story. On TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod. And if you want to send us an email, send it to two sides of the story pod. That's the number two sides of the story pod at gmail.com.